Raisin Man Arena. Sam, make sure when you use Audacity that the, the sound that's getting recorded is the sound from that microphone and not from your computer mic. Felipe, I did it right last time, okay? <laughs> I already did this and I did it right, mm. okay? I don't know. I saw that message on Felipe's Instagram about how it was nobody's fault. What happened? That was I... with the task cam. That was with <laughs> the task cam, okay? We're recording on no. Audacity now, which I actually used a lot in college. <laughs> so I don't need an explanation of how it works. I'll be conducting my own investigation into what happened uh, last yeah, Saturday. Independent, independent yeah. inquiry. I think there's something suspicious about how quickly it got wrapped up and how quick uh, Felipe was to say <laughs> it was no one's fault. When I, I'm not even sure what exactly what happened so seems well, too convenient if you want one clue i do think it was somebody's fault it was <laughs> will's it was will's fault oh uh, because he took the microphone plugged plugged an xlr mic into it and never changed the settings back didn't tell sam he had changed the settings what on earth what what was he thinking? I know. That's crazy. He hates the pod and he wanted to see it go down. That's fucked up. No, I won't be surprised if that explains why we have one one star review on <laughs> <laughs> Apple iTunes. Um, I know. Well, I'll say it. I said it in the last bonus, but I'll say it again. I'm going to address <coughs> myself to the to the viewers. You better go review and vote on our podcast in the apple podcast app you better do it now and you better give it high marks otherwise you don't have to do it if you don't want to give it the high marks then just relax and listen to the show you don't have <laughs> if to you don't want to be real quick if, if you don't want to give it high marks you don't have to write anything also why don't you want to give it high marks you might want to reconsider that maybe reconsider it and then there might you might actually like it if you think a little bit about it. But if you do want to give it high marks, go to Apple Podcasts, write a review. Thank you. And so, Will, for this episode, we're going to be recreating the lost episode uh, as best we can. Um, I'll start again the way I started last time. Uh, so this is Sam, Sarah, and Felipe. We're live on the set of Emily in Paris interviewing <laughs> all the characters uh, about their favorite restaurants and places to go in the city. That's all I remember. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, I remember I sat back unsure how to continue the riff and let Sam take over, but now he's in the bathroom, so oh, I don't know how to continue. Yeah. Well, we'll leave it at that. I think it's fun to have a lost episode. I can't wait till it gets um, rediscovered in 30 years. Yeah. And they do like a history channel episode about it. Yeah. And one of us, <laughs> statistically, episode. one of us would have probably died young at that point and the other two will get to come on and do little comments about missing that person and mm -hmm. yeah how much and how much Fli they added to the podcast <laughs> yeah Felipe Depoy was a promising young ship's captain oh, wait I'm the one who's gonna die <laughs> <laughs> but the Bermuda Triangle took his life <laughs> I'm gonna die from too many games <laughs> having too um, much fun having too much fun you know the Lost episode isn't exactly lost. There is me, my audio, and Sarah's audio, audio is intact. So we could release a kind of demo tapes. Sam, you could be freestyling on yeah. top of what, the recording. You can fill in your blanks however you want. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be fun of fun. Yeah. I'd fill in with what my contributions, which were basically like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, guys, <laughs> uh, what, what if it was like this? And then you guys going, 
we've already moved on from that sim i don't understand this joke <laughs> more or less yeah is, it, well, is like that a word. good summation of what i'm like the podcast with sometimes you explain something i don't know about for a long time <laughs> <laughs> i'm the explainer no 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 surely Sam, not i will not take the bait I will not take the compliment fishing bait, and I will not take the the ragging on each other bait. You know, yeah. So get out I will of not here. Take either bait. Find the missing audio. Return it to us so we can release the episode. Stop fucking around. <laughs> it would be funny to like give you give you the audio of me and Sarah, and then you just try to f- talk and fig and just improvise. Could be a funny thing to release. Could be totally. Totally. Yeah. Maybe in the year anniversary. Mm-hmm. That's coming up fast. So, yeah, maybe <laughs> 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 we could do that. Um, I was watching Twitch streamers this week for the first time, like real video game Twitch streamers. And really? yeah, I found it kind of interesting. Um, it's hard for me. I wish I had a more nuanced take on this, but I didn't watch enough of it to really like figure it out. But I can't quite parse what makes someone a famous streamer besides if you're really good at the games. Like obviously the person that won um, the World Cup in what's that really popular game that you floss in? What's that game called? Fortnite? Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, that, obviously that person's going to be like a, a famous <laughs> Twitch streamer. But like there's a lot of uh, people out there who just seem sort of calm and sweet and just play the games and they're just OK at the games. OK to good. And uh, thousands of people are watching them. Did you notice whether those people were charismatic? Because I feel like that's sometimes a thing. If they're like fun to watch, if they're funny. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I was watching a lot of women. I was more interested in the women doing it, and uh, they didn't seem particularly funny. They were very cute, and they okay. s- they had really positive vibes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't really figure it out. I thought it was interesting, though. I think huh. it's like one of those things where just. You're either really good, really charismatic, charismatic, really hot, or you just do it for such a long time mm. that people look, not people, kids, because it's kids mostly, right? Yes. More or less. They look at your face so much that they just project whatever they want onto it. Actually, yeah. Tim Lamphere, Tim Lamphere was saying that to me. Our friend Tim, who, who uh, streams as, what's his name? Tim, you know his Twitch streamer name, Sam? anyways mm-hmm. but he was like he was like uh he twitch streams every day and he used to watch twitch streamers and he said he said he noticed that it gets to a point where people start projecting all of this humor onto the players they'll be like that shit was so funny and like the streamer won't do anything like the streamer will just be playing normal or like react normally and then in the chat people are like damn that was, you're so funny and he's just like because you just watch these people so much you just yeah well, that's wow. funny. That kind of explains how when you're when you're on the Twitch stream, if you want to use emojis, they don't have any of the normal fucking emojis. They have all those weird little pixelated faces. Yeah. And um, those are like famous Twitch streamer reacts that have gone viral, like within Twitch. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so like if you have a really famous like, uh, yeah, funny reaction, they'll turn you into an emoji and that's the Twitch emoji set. So there is something it is a parasocial relationship. People are like really insular, I think with that shit hmm. did did tim tell you how long you have to do it before the audience starts thinking you're funny 
No, but it looks like something like a million years. <laughs> wow. Oh no, that's so long. Shit, shit. Yeah. If you, if you got started on YouTube early before there were a lot of people on it, then you can do it for half a million. But otherwise, yeah. yeah at this point, you start now. You got to do a million. Well, Twitch streaming to me, it's like, and God bless anybody who wants to do it. But in terms of like investment to return, it seems like the most insane way of trying to have like a media career. Yeah. Because you have to stream like All Twitch day. Twitch is like you should stream twelve hours a day. It's like who can do that? Yeah. Well and also like but but it is kind of low effort. Like I a little bit what Sarah was describing. When I've watched Twitch streamers, like I notice in myself, I can remember being a kid playing video games and getting to that state where you're playing a video game where you're just like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll do the dishes. Okay. Yeah. Bye. And that's what literally they're like, like in the comments. It's like they're just playing silently. And then sometimes they're like, yeah, totally bugaboo seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And then they're just playing silently. It's like, wow, yeah, this I can't believe you'd watch that. But there you go. Maybe it is just kind of like having a friend nearby. Yeah, there's something very soothing about it. I watched for several hours. How come how come you started watching and who did you watch and what games did you watch? I wouldn't even be able to remember the names. I was I pulled up a list of the 10 most popular female streamers and just kind of like went through whoever was streaming at that moment and watched them. And Did you uh, watch Pokimane or Nico? Yes, Lowe? I watched Pokimane. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's so cute. <laughs> she's she, cute. I feel like she's like kind of reviled too. Really? For what? I don't know. I just saw a few like hate videos. I think she's kind of she's not very like charismatic. She's like she's kind of lame. So people hmm. are like so like the stupid idiots who f- feel strongly about Twitch are like people only like her cuz she's hot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Even as soon as I brought this up, I started having this thought that I was like, oh, I actually don't. I find it hard to talk about this kind of thing when it's gendered in this way. Like, I was mostly interested in women that were Twitch streaming. Um, but to say, oh, they weren't funny and they weren't that good at the games, uh, it seems like a misogynistic uh, thing for me to say based on, like, a few hours of caring about this. Um, but I also do wonder if that is something that is functioning in a male-dominated game streaming space. Like, I, I don't really know. Um, um, but it definitely makes me sad to talk about it that way. So that's why I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, well, no, there's something about it. There's something these women are doing that like they are, they have thousands and thousands of people watching them all the time. Um, but I couldn't figure out what it was. I think Nicolos is pretty charming. Um, she's like a fun person to watch. She's like funny. Not in like, uh, like, you, oh, you should be a stand-up comedian kind of way, but she's like, says little she's like, oh, quippy this things. She's like a good hang. She's a good hang. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Which is an, an extremely ineffable quality for a person to have. So I respect that a lot to be a good hang. It's true. S- Sarah, it would be funny if on our Sunday night streams, you like came, you showed up at the next Sunday night stream and you were like really done up. Yeah. And you were in a gamer chair. Yeah. And I had like headphones that had cat ears on them that yeah. light yeah. up. <laughs> I yeah. love that. And I was doing like Snickers bar drops. Like put your, if you put your login and you hashtag Snickers bars drops, they're always doing shit like that. I Wait, what is Snickers bar drops? <laughs> like if you get to be a sponsored tre- streamer on the page, then you are constantly announcing things like, okay, everybody hashtag i love snickers in the chat and you'll be entered <laughs> for a huge drop of snicker bars coming to your no! house yeah oh my god <laughs> and these are full-size snicker bars they're not small they're full size <laughs> <laughs> 
I would, so we should funny. start doing giveaways like that. That would be very fun. Yeah, but we, but we're that. not sponsored. We just we just buy them wholesale, <laughs> and we're just selling candy. <laughs> it's like the drinks yeah. at our Raisin Man show. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! What we're a fucking just, nightmare peddling yeah. those drinks. <laughs> yeah, horrible. Yeah, horrible. Um, wait, no, wait. But there was another. I think there was like a controversy recently. Tell me if this is wrong. But didn't Pokemon turn into what's called a V? v streamer or something where it's like um oh no <laughs> where it's like people who have these apps that um do like facial recognition and uh where they can turn themselves into anime characters and then instead of their body their face being on the camera it's like an anime character that's following their movement and people don't like that. Um, That's bad. No, yeah. I think people. I don't know how people feel about it, but I think it was the a big deal. The first person who did that was Jefferson Davis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Damn. I, I don't know how people feel about it. That's funny. Did you notice that? Did you watch an anime that. girl? No, no. I, I, as far I don't have the most deciphering eye with that kind of thing, but I think it was a real person and not an anime girl. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It turns yeah. out Sarah was just watching a YouTube video of like an animation. Uh, <laughs> but, I, well, but I didn't notice. I'm on twitch.com. <laughs> That's just what she looks like, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Who's to say whether she's an anime or a real? Yeah. <laughs> Pokemon, yeah, even the real woman does look anime. You know, some people just look anime. Mm -hmm. Not me. Not me, no. Yeah, you look, you look, you look like a King of the Hill character, Sarah. Word. Well, you look, you look good. I think you look cute. Oh, thank you, Sam. You look like you're a, in your little Candyman shirt. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing my striped shirt. Sam, I think you look like a you look like a character from American Dad. Haha. What is that? That's like Family uh, Guy. His cousin. You know. So I have the big, strong chin. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. And I think I look like a character from Cars. Mm. Lightning McQueen. <laughs> you look like that orc Felipe in Lord of the Rings that's oh. like, What's a moment? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Yeah, got him. No. Got him. <laughs> I want to be Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Man, Lightning McQueen is so cute. He's just like a little car. He is cute. And he's nice. And you don't... <laughs> a lot of times someone cute isn't always friendly. Yeah. Especially considering how successful he is. <laughs> he's you know, very he's down a, to earth. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like a little chubby car. You know, he's he's got like cheeks. Yeah. He's got a hot girlfriend. Can't think of her oh, name, but... He's got a Porsche girlfriend. Yeah. She, she, yeah, she's a BMW or a Porsche. Okay. Um, I didn't watch the second one, but I thought it was so funny when the trailer for the second one came out and Lightning McQueen just gets in a wreck, in a car wreck. I laughed out loud when I saw that. Hmm. Have you seen that? I'm going to type in cars, uh, like a uh, fan art porn. Mm -hmm. Oh, was a shoot, Sarah? Uh, it was, it was fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll say something about it that I was also thinking about talking about, uh, misogyny. I was doing sound for the shoot and I usually don't do sound for shit, but I've done it before. So I kind of knew how to do it. Alex asked me to do sound for this. It's, it was a short film that him and Edie wrote. Um, 
he asked me to do sound for it and I was like, no, I don't think I, I can really do that. Uh, you should probably just get somebody else. And I gave him a list of like three men that we know who do sound to do it. And as this was happening, I was thinking like, I probably can do it and know how to do it. And I bet I'm just like selling myself short on this and like being like, oh, get one of these sort of like uh, authoritative men who like to uh, declare that they know how to do stuff and get them to do it. And I won't. Uh, but Alex wanted me to do it anyway. So I did it. And uh, the whole day at the shoot on the second day, the assistant director, uh, who's Alex's friend, Rory, who I think listens to the podcast. Hey, Rory. Um, what's was up, like, Rory? What's up, Shout man? out to Rory. <laughs> he was kind of like, I felt like he was watching me do the sound and he kept offering um, to no. do the boom for me. No. And uh, Rory is like a cool filmmaker and makes stuff that I think is really great. So the entire time I was like, damn, is he watching me do this? And he's just like, Sarah is fucking this up. Like, uh, and I'm going to try to like intervene a little bit um, if she'll let me, but I don't want to like mansplain to her that she's fucking this up. But he just kind of kept watching me. And finally uh, it got to the end of the day. And I was kind of thinking, I was like, I wanted to ask him like, do you keep offering to boom and like help me because I'm doing a bad job or are you just being nice? Um, and we got to like the the exact last shot of the day and they needed somebody to um, choke one of the actors in the scene. And um, I volunteered to do it. And I just handed all the sound stuff to Rory. And I was like, here, you can just do the sound for this. Right. And he was like, oh, no, I, I, I don't I have no idea how that stuff works. <laughs> um, oh, and wow. all day I had just Whoa. been internalizing. I think this is a gendered thing that just like, oh, this man, like knows more than I do about this thing and like I'm embarrassing myself or like something's going on and I was wrong so it was funny you know um well one way or another I'll take the opportunity to cancel Rory right now he's done <laughs> he's done for whether or not whether or not he uh underestimated you he's done he's canceled <laughs> he's done yeah no it's so, just go ahead what? Well, I was just going to say that it's now uh, it's interesting because it's it's sort of come up twice. It, it seems like, uh, you know, you've, you have you've got gender on the mind. Yeah, no, I was thinking about it in the context of this, this is why it's coming up, because uh, we talk about it on the podcast, like different um, kind of gender essentialist takes on things and stuff about when we were a kid, what we thought like. And I just feel like we live at a weird cultural generational moment at the intersection between like being socialized into a very normative gendered uh cisgendered kind of world and then now living in a post-gender like who would talk that way like second wave feminism is uncool kind of thing and so i always feel the sort of internal conflict whenever i put things in terms of like a really basic gendered approach of like oh i didn't believe in myself because i'm a woman i'm just like shut the fuck up like <laughs> that's such an uncool thing to say uh, but it also feels relevant. It's like so much of my life um, that was a narrative of like, oh, this is what experiencing misogyny is like. And now I just realize being older and like people don't talk that way. Also, a lot of people I know who identified as women when I was a kid now identify as not binary or trans. And it's just a strange time to be alive. Yeah, even even when you've even when you've seen uh, when you've identified the things in the world as specters, they still they're still there. They don't go away. Totally. And I just feel like sometimes when I'm talking, I it's sort of like a conceptual code switching with people between like, oh, I'm speaking in the terms in which we were raised or I'm speaking in the terms in which we're now in our subculture taught to speak about these things. And it's all very kind of conflicting and, and mixed up. Mm -hmm. Well, it makes me think. Do you find yours? Are you a good like code switcher in that sense? No, I get really um, self-conscious about it where like when I'm talking to someone who I don't really know, I want to convey to them 
every uh, level I've been through with understanding right. gender, right. my own gender identity, the world. Yeah. But when you just like want to make a joke <laughs> about something and just like or call someone a bitch or something, uh, you're just like, where do I begin? And so I. <laughs> or when you Rory's like, Rory's like, hey, can I help you with that boom? And you're like. No, I, I I got the boom. I I learned how to uh, use a boom during porn shoots, which uh, porn is good actually. But but then it's actually kind of bad. I mean, it does teach violence against women. But but if you're a consenting woman, uh, and then then you really do can like porn. But then sometimes you know there's no woman yeah. or man at all. And what is just the meaning of fucking. consent in the in the culture that we live in? Yeah. Exactly. Or else or else you or else you see Rory looking at you holding the pole, the boom pole, and then you're like, Rory. Would you look at this? Would you look like this at your mother or at your sister <laughs> or at your daughter? The life giving, the life giving womb. We all yeah. come from Mother Gaia. We all come from. We all come from a woman. Mm-hmm. I really do feel that way. I feel like I verbally will spiral once you start making little caveats of like, okay, now before I say this, just know that I think this actually, but that I also uh, based on this condition, and then you just become this like annoying person to talk to who is like so afraid of anyone thinking that you would ever say anything offensive that it's like just say what your piece. Well, it makes me think yeah. about it makes me think about the um, uh, contrapoints video. She comes up quite a bit, but she talks about. I think the rift between like, um, what's it called? Like gender performativity and, uh, the other kind, uh, medical trans medicalism or something like the idea of like, Oh, is, is, is transgender a thing that like lives in the brain or is it a performance? Does it exist all like out in the social realm? And she like goes back and forth. And finally she's like, she's like, there's not one way to, there's not, one sort of philosophical theory or answer that can like account for everything that exists. And totally. she's like, and there's not really a point in having a theory. Like there's not going to be a theory. And I think that that's, I mean, I think that's an interesting proposition about everything. Like totally, there's not one, you know, you know, there's not one field theory. There's just sort of like shortcuts you use and, and things you use temporarily to explain different things at different times based on different contexts. Yeah. But I do think that there is sort of like an implicit human impulse to believe that there is one all encompassing theory. And if you could just like put the pieces together on it, everything would make sense. Um, it's called Buddhism sister. (laughs) (laughs) Buddhism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say one other thing about the, gender normativity stuff that then I was also thinking about earlier today. Uh, it makes me think about how in comedy, you know, like a lot of comedy is just sort of like making commentary on a shared uh, set of understandings or experiences or beliefs. Like when people make really specific memes about like something you experience in the school cafeteria, public school when you're 11 or something. Um, and people just like the evocation of like, oh yeah, that thing we all like experienced. And I think there's a lot of extremely basic comedy that people sort of in our circle would find offensive related to gender where they're commenting on a shared understanding of like gender normativity as we all knew it, uh, years ago and then when they get called out yeah back in the old days and then they get called out for it and i feel like their reaction is always kind of like oh but come on you know like what i'm talking about though and i'm like yeah i I do know what you're talking about obviously but i just i think i think that that one of the most stressful things about uh 
my my last relationship was that all of the problems that kept coming up were real like men are from mars women are from venus problems mm. like i was like oh i'm past that like i yeah i like know all the cheat codes like i've figured out how to like break down my masculinity and then all of the shit that happened was i was like oh i'm like the the dumb boyfriend from the tv show like yeah. all of the stuff and that was really frustrating because i was like oh i i thought I thought I was on to level two, but I was yeah. on to level one. <laughs> I thought reading a couple books yeah. and some PDFs <laughs> would kind of insulate me from this. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. That's yeah. So and true. then I felt resentful, you know, if, 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 you know, uh, my girlfriend would point something out, I'd be like, what the fuck? Come on. I thought we were past this. Like, are you really going to get mad about this? Like, I know that. Are you really going to reinforce this binary? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I'm acting like this because I already realized that a person like me would act like this. And then yeah. I stopped and then I returned to it. So it's actually something different. Yeah. The dialect. I'm exhibiting yeah. the bad behavior. Yes. So that do you, I, so that you know that I know that I'm doing it. It's A to B back to A, but A is changed inherently. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing that I'm afraid how, you know, you go up to an older person and you're like, oh, you you know, you go up to your parents. You're like, oh, we're on to, you know, everybody, people can be poly. People can be this. People can be that. And they're like rolling their eyes and you're like, fuck, (laughs) fuck you, old man. But then slowly, you know, I'm like a few things, you know, things like that happen like in my relationship. And I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe these things are kind of like harder to sort of move around these are kind of blocks that are a little harder to you know it's like i'm not going to break through this thing that people have been experiencing for so long mm. and i'm like will i get will mm-hmm. i be will i be an old person that is the question yeah yeah like i've always been really good at sports and no matter how many books I read about gender, I'm like, oh, I'm still going to be really good at them. You can't crack. You know? Yeah, you can't. Mm, can't unlearn that. I, yeah. I can't unlearn that's that. That's deep that, in your DNA that program. Dunk, yeah. yeah. That honey dip dunk <laughs> that I practiced in high school. <laughs> oh, well, this is. That off the heezy. This is, yeah. this is an argument that came up in, uh, with Will. Do you think it's okay to talk about, Sam? Well, luckily we're doing a pre-recorded app. So yeah, I guess yeah. I guess no one can stop us. Uh, <laughs> and we're back. I was trying to do a bit where I cut something. <laughs> um, well, just uh, Sam was saying, like, I think that I should have more friends who are women because I'm used to one specific way of interacting, uh, which is something he called a male way of interacting. He was like, and it might be getting in the way of me dating. Because when I date, I'm looking for that way of interacting. And if I had more friends who were women, um, I might get used to different, different like mm. languages, essentially. And I didn't. And I didn't love that framing. I didn't like it. Hmm. And what did Will say? Or Will that was, is that was Will? No, that was Sam. That was Sam. Yeah. Sam said those things. Uh, do you want to take the torch here, Sam, and kind of explain the next part? <laughs> um i think will was on my side (laughs) yeah Um, it was me against the world no i I mean um maybe i'll I'll say it in another way that that maybe will cause felipe to take sort of less umbrage with it but but basically like i think if i only hang out with men i'm going to 
develop patterns and ways of talking and interacting with people that are like just learned from like the small friend group of men that I interact with. Uh, and it prevents me from connecting with people who who just speak differently and communicate differently and have different value sets and conversation styles. And I don't want to be in a position where I'm like just hemmed into a really specific style of mm. relating to people. Mm. Um, that's basically it. Maybe a little more broadly. Um, but yeah, I, I, my dad was, I, I sort of think my dad is the kind of image of this, or the thing to avoid. You know, my dad was a lovely guy, but like I, at his funeral and memorial service, he was like, there was all these men who like came out to like speak at his memorial service. And they're all his like buddies from different parts of his life. And I was like, oh, wow, my dad doesn't have any f- many female friends like Mm. really any at all who like aren't in his family and i was like oh i think that that kind of hurt him uh in his life you know um i think he could have should have related to people uh to to women and again we're i'm using uh these sort of unhelpful sort of stable terms of man and woman that you know you we can pick apart and you and um in a in a separate conversation but i think he basically only related to women like through like dating and marriage basically Hmm. and except his daughter um and that that was debilitating I think to his really his set of relationships. And I think you sort of reinforce misogynistic values and tendencies if you do that. Interesting. I would say my initial reaction to that is, you know, I can imagine how that would reinforce misogynistic tendencies, not relating to women on a platonic, non-romantic level. Um, But I kind of think. If I didn't know the gender identities of all of my friends and I just knew all of their qualities and I had to guess what gender each of them were, I don't know that I would get it right. And uh, that makes me think that I don't know. I don't think personalities or communication styles are seem profoundly gendered to me at this moment in my life or in my relationships. Like I know some people who are really good at talking about their feelings who are men and who are women or people who are sort of stunted and like un unopen who are men or who are women. Um, so it, it doesn't immediately resonate with me as like being true, but it does resonate, I guess, on the level of like, well, once we have categorized people as a certain thing and you come into knowing them with the mindset of like, oh, you're a woman and women are like this or men are like this, uh, that would have a, an impact. Well, I think that was sort of what I was took to or sort of didn't like. And I mean, I think I think the argument maybe was born out of the fact that all of us were talking about a different thing. Like, for instance, Sam, I didn't realize until the end of us having the argument that you were thinking about your dad when you said all that mm. stuff. And then it made sense. And when you say all this, that makes a lot of sense. Um, <clears throat> and I think when you said it, what I was thinking about was like an ongoing conversation we have about like dating and the kind of people that we would like to date. And I think that broadly, like I am sometimes, um, and, and again, I don't think you were going at this, but it's what I read. It's like what I interpreted from what you were saying. But there's 
sometimes in like gender politics, there's a way of kind of uh, politicizing or pathologizing like certain kinds of desires. And I thought that I was like, I don't like the idea that that, for instance, that I um if I can't find someone to date who like talks, you know, who has the interactions that I would like that that's on me for being a man and for looking for, and for not like respecting like the female essence or something. <laughs> I was like, I know what kind of person I would like to date. And so I'm, I think it's, and I, and I was kind of going through Sam to be like, and I know Sam, you've described to me the kind of person you would like to date. And it would be a shame if you sort of like, convinced yourself for sort of political reasons that the things you wanted were like bad especially when they're not like particularly bad maybe it would be a different conversation if you were like whatever i'm looking for a woman that will like do what i say no matter what you know maybe that's a different conversation but if you're like but if you're like i am (laughs) no 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 it was a joke but if you're if you're like i'm just looking for somebody that like talks in this particular way likes to have this kind of conversation likes to like have this kind of debate like all of those things i'm like uh, I don't know if it makes sense to be like, I have to, I have to get that out of my system because that's like my male, that's like my male <laughs> desire. Like I, I have to like, you yeah. know, like the the womanly kind of woman or something. You know, I'm like, oh, that seems like a wrong-headed uh, application of feminism. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense to me. I think there are people out there of all kinds of genders who exhibit the qualities that I want to have in like a partner. Um, and I think I'll find them. Aww, um, beautiful. Yeah. But but it it's also maybe useful to sort of, let's say we were talking about race instead of gender. It's like, yes, there are qualities and behaviors that are like, and, and traits about people that are like not inherently uh, racial. They don't necessarily like correlate with race. But then there are also... Um, there there are and it, as well like it is different to hang out with like like if you are well, there's social in, in and a cultural. group of like just white what fright friends like you're gonna talk and act a certain way and you'll never you'll never know how to be different or never know that the ways you act are particular to your like race and socioeconomic status unless you hang out with people who aren't like that you know yeah and I, and i think that that's fine and we ended up kind of agreeing on that like i think it's fine if 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 it if it's a thing you want to do is to expand the way you act or the way you think like i think that's fine i think what i what maybe frustrated me was the idea of kind of internalizing or pathologizing the things that you want out of a partner or like not allowing oneself to like a certain thing mm. um that to me feels wrong Hmm. I'll say something else that makes me think of, though I don't think that, Sam, you're arguing against the thing I'm going to say. I had a story about myself when I was a kid that um, people didn't understand my personality because I was a girl and I felt like I was being read through a gendered lens that made it difficult for people to, like, get what I was about because I was kind of a weird kid. Uh, I feel embarrassed saying that because I feel like being weird is like so like everybody's a weirdo now. Right. Like, yeah. sick. Um, but I was kind of weird and awkward. And I was always like extremely um, skinny and small. 
And I feel like people just saw me as like this tiny, lame seeming girl who was oh. not ugly. I was the ugly little kid. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so and, then, and so I just felt like, but I thought I was funny when I was a kid and I knew, or like I, I'll just say I knew I was funny and like I had friends who thought I was funny, but like people would never think I was joking when I made a joke, which is something that still happens in life now. <laughs> people always assume I'm being sincere and earnest. And I think there's something about being a tiny woman that people are like, oh, that she serious like a serious little girl who's skinny and gross <laughs> um, and so I always felt bothered by like being like oh I'm being read this way because I'm gen because of a gendering thing and if I was a little boy people would be like oh that's just like a weird chaotic little boy right. um so then when I think now of being an adult and being like oh there's certain ways we should understand how women are and how men are I'm like oh no no we shouldn't do that uh, yes yes people don't bestow the like power of irony on yes you yes exactly 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 yeah. like you just wouldn't get that um and it drove me nuts as a kid i was just like man no one ever thinks i'm joking and it still really gets me now when people don't know that i'm joking it like it hurts my my heart um it's happened several times recently i can't i don't think i can describe any of the examples on here because they implicate too many people but uh, that's funny yeah. though because and I'm, this is not this, i'm not going against the point you're saying but sure I, you know I have a reflex whenever I say something that's not true that I right away I go JK. And in fact, saying, <laughs> in fact, pretending to think a thing that's not what I think is not the kind of humor that I often do because I'm afraid of being uh, misunderstood. <laughs> yeah. But you don't do that. You will say a thing that's like fake and just kind of say a deadpan. Um, yes. And trick people a lot. Yeah. yeah. What was that example, Sarah, where we were like in, I think we were at the brick doing something and you said, we were like taping up something for Wally's and I think you like trick you did like a good trick on me. Damn, I can't remember what it was. Oh wait. Um Oh what fuck. was it? Was it about voting? All all to say that there's been many times where I've not understood that Sarah was joking because I'm a misogynist and I just think she's a pretty teeny little girl. Yeah, it's funny. I think I'll maybe also this is why I say it's a story I told myself when I was a kid. I think now I might change the story to be like, I spend so much time in my own head thinking about my own thoughts that I just assume everyone knows all of my beliefs and thoughts and feelings and would recognize any contradiction immediately that doesn't fall in line with what I stand for uh, and what I would say. And so when any time anyone doesn't guess that I'm it's a trick, I'm like, what, do you not know me at all that you think I would say that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's funny. I always had the opposite feeling, which was that I had thoughts that I was like, oh, I couldn't I could never explain this. Hmm. Like and I no one will ever understand me. Hmm. I would. But it was stuff that I was like, oh, even to me, this is once I start thinking about <laughs> it a little, I'd be like, like, oh, like the the stairwell like these i don't know this is like a kind of a simple example but like these steps are red and these are blue and i can only step on the i mean i guess it's like an ocd thing but i would have even weirder thoughts where it would be like i i think i'm imagining felipe doing like a really inelegant jokes like in an office setting where he's like i'm gonna go pissing shit in my pants and then uh, suck my own dick uh jk alan uh, i'm kidding god can't take a fucking joke then you leave the room <laughs> <laughs> yeah more or less <laughs> more or less that's what i would do one time I, I was in basketball practice and we were doing um running back you know doing like suicides and this boy's running towards me and i put my leg out and i made him trip that's and a I, good prank and i really hurt him and then i thought damn. why did, and i thought why did i do that damn but when i was about to do it i was like 
let me try this out. Let's see what happens. <laughs> That's funny. It's important to Did try that stuff Did you go JK? Out. Did you go JK afterwards? Um, well, I spoke Spanish, so I couldn't, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have even known what that meant. People immediately saw that you were a kind of handsome, strapping man. So they knew that you had the power of being ironic. Mm. So they go, they went, ah, yes, yeah. that boy's joking. The male, the male <laughs> wit. Gag. The male wit. Yeah. And everybody went, ja, 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 ja. Yeah, that's right. When are you guys voting? Whenever you go vote, dude, just let me know and then I'll come with you. <laughs> All right, I'm thinking on Thursday or Friday. All right, nice. That's funny. On set, um, everybody was talking about how long the lines were for the first two days of voting, and one of the people in the crew was just like, "Yeah, I think I'm going to vote on election day. I bet like on election day the lines won't be that bad." And I was like, "Well, that's obviously wrong, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> like, of course they're going to be way fucking worse. You <laughs> like think on so? the actual day? Yeah, that's election day." Yeah. Why would no, it be less people on election day? Because everybody's done it early. Because everyone's so neurotic about doing it before. It's a big-ass city, brother. There's lots of folks. <laughs> it's true that there's lots of folks. And uh, only some of them are early voting nerd types. Most of them are election day cool guys. Mm -hmm. just, yeah. Regular so. election day chaps. Yeah. <laughs> Felipe and I are going to go into the sewers of New York, and then we're going to sneak through the sewers into the building mm -hmm. and then go through the ventilation system <laughs> and, and come out the yeah. other side and skip the Drop line. Down so we can so that we can uh, cast a right in vote, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe we should vote after Election Day, Sam. Have you? So, so our vote doesn't count. Why would we do that? <laughs> Show I, think the, the, I think the lines, the lines will be shortest after election day. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. Have you thought of a funny, your funny write-in that you're gonna do? I have no clue. You should write in the little dancing hot dog from Instagram. Oh you know? yeah, <laughs> that's I good. Love that. I love that. You, it's I cute. will write. Do you remember the dancing hot dog that was big on? I th was it Instagram or Snapchat? Might have been on Snapchat. Snapchat, yeah. Do you remember the hot dog that was on Snapchat? You might have only seen it if you were on Snapchat or on tweets that were about the Snapchat. Mm -hmm. And then I'll say that's who I'm writing in, and I'll write <laughs> that whole thing on the line. <laughs> I'm, yeah, you're gonna you cut up your ballot into little slips of paper, and then you draw the dancing hot dog on each slip of paper, so that when a person checks your vote, they have to flip through the pieces of paper really quickly yeah. and see That'd the animation. That'd be extremely cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I signed up to be a poll worker, but then I didn't move forward with any of the training or anything. And they called me yesterday, like called me in for service. And I was like, uh, never mind. <laughs> like the, the time came and they needed me and I can't do it. <laughs> how, much, how much training do you need though? You just like get out there? a 12 hour training day. No, it's you just get crazy. out there. I'm sure you can kind of, you can kind of hack it. <laughs> you can learn on the job. Yeah. We give it out a box of donuts. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. People are in line. No <laughs> one's allowed to peek behind the curtain while someone else is in the box. Right. You got to give them so. the sticker that says I voted. Yeah. Most of the time you got to say you're not on the list. We have to come out with a weird ballot for you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep the vibe really good and just yeah. have people having fun and feeling good about the election <laughs> and don't get stressed we're all out here fair is fair the best candidate will win yeah so yeah 
I like that. May the best candidate win. You say when the when the voting starts. <laughs> if you're a poll worker, do they let you vote twice? Yes. Wow. I think you get to vote once at the beginning and wow. once at the end. Yeah. That's Before a good. That's a good perk. Kind of bookend yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know why people would do I would it be, otherwise. I'd just be shooting hoops. I'd be shooting hoops in the gym. Yeah. That's so funny. The poll workers shooting hoops <laughs> and, and it's falling on the booths, and people are like, "Can you stop doing that?" And you're just like dunking you it. Stop. <laughs> you're like, you go up to a person, you're like, "If you make this from half court, you get to vote three times." <laughs> well, cool. You're doing like double or nothing. Like, all right, if you make yeah, exactly. this full court shot, you get two votes. If you don't make it, you don't get a vote. <laughs> Back to the end of the line. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> maybe i'll be a poll worker if you can do that what do you think we're gonna do like on election day on election night are we gonna be like together like doing shots being like what's gonna happen or am i gonna be like in my room uh watching tv and you guys will be in your rooms you'll be in your room yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys will be hanging out yeah doing shots <laughs> we'll be in your living room kind of hanging out yeah. doing shots and stuff but you're, yeah. gonna, you're gonna be in your room mm. <laughs> Uh, I'm. I'd like to hang out. Yeah, yeah we could do shots. Cool. I honestly I don't like watching the results coming in. It's stressful for me, and I didn't do it when I didn't do it in sixteen. I didn't like that. I did it in sixteen. It fucking sucked. Uh, I got super drunk, and the next day I had a a panel interview for a fellowship, uh, like a practice one <laughs> oh, um, with God. a bunch of professors at Penn. Yeah, and it was like I was in an extremely intensive like boot camp to get ready to like try to be a Rhodes Scholar and sh stuff That's like that. That's what you were trying to do? Uh, I didn't apply for Rhodes Scholar. I applied for like, there's all the other Marshall Scholarship, Mitchell Scholarship, like I can't think of Cambridge, guys? Oxford. You end up in Oxford either yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, I remember there was one that's like a fellowship for going to school in Ireland. And I was so hungover and I, I was totally bombing the interview. And at the end, they just threw me a softball question and were like, who's your favorite Irish author? You know, and I'm a, an English major and I was going to be getting my English master's or whatever the fuck. And I couldn't think of anyone. And was like, uh, can I can I have a minute? And I took a minute, and then can I, I was a, like, can I phone a friend? <laughs> and then I just had to pass. I just said pass. You should have said the it guy. Was... You should have said the guy who wrote Train Spotting. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. Colin Fur. <laughs> Who's yeah. an Irish author? I don't know any. Samuel Beckett, James Joyce. Oh, oh uh, yes, that's right, yeah. James yeah. Joyce. And and right, was it Yeats? Okay, Yeats. yeah, Yeats. Yeah, Yeats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally fucked it up. So I can't believe that was four years ago. What a different time in life. But I'm know, excited for this one. I was reflecting on how, like, um, obviously things aren't going to stop being bad after this election, but a chapter in life will close. And when 2016 was like when I was finishing college, um. So just it'll kind of mark it'll kind of mark a point in my life. Mm. Do you guys like when the chapter closes or do you like when the chapter opens or you like when being in the middle of the chapter? Well, I mean, if Trump wins, chapter stays the same, more or less the same. So I hope <laughs> nice. he just hope, the next page. I hope he loses just yeah. so we can move on. Like because me and Sam moved <laughs> thinking, oh, we need a change. But if we moved to a new apartment and Trump is still president, it's like, come on, like, help me move, move this life along, you know? Yeah. 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 I like when there's a glyph hanger. Ooh, no results? So, 
Ooh, ooh, we gotta wait for the next book to come out. Yeah, Yeah, it could be years. Yeah, exactly. I like. I like middle of the chapter. Dragons. You like the middle. I like it, but I like when there's just a few pages left because you're like, I'm just gonna read to the end of the chapter and then I can go to sleep or do something more fun. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But well, people, I've heard people say that there won't be results on on election night. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to take a little while. I listened to the Daily episode today where they covered the 2000 election with George Bush and Gore. And it was just insane. Just crazy, crazy election. <laughs> I, I love really I, wild stuff. I love that. Talk that's, about a cliffhanger. That's, the, that's like the extent of political commentary that we have on, on Reason Man. Yeah. yeah. George Bush. Boy, crazy guy. Wild. Florida. What the hell? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck were they thinking? Yeah. It's funny to think of um, if Trump loses, he's got to pack up all his little stuff and put it in a box. Yeah. Get his little toothpaste and put the lid back on it and put it in his little toiletries bag and gather all that stuff up and put it in the car. You guys are my great friends. (laughs) (laughs) It's like squeezing people on the shoulder and stuff. He opens up a drawer and there's like a bunch of crap. There's like one cable that's not connected to any anything and he's like oh do i throw this away and he's like no i'll just put it in a ziploc bag and figure it out once i move <laughs> yeah yeah exactly he find, yeah he finds like the wheel like, sir the- sir you can buy that all that stuff you can buy that he's stuff like, in in your new place no I, I might need it this wheel maybe it's from an ikea thing i don't remember but it's loose so i'll bring it <laughs> 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 he's got to find all those little allen wrenches to take his ikea furniture apart yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah he's like do i have to call ikea to get the instructions again or <laughs> damn man i'm gonna miss that guy huh he's just gonna be like a tv personality again probably right? I, I think we'll still hear from him so that you would don't be so humiliating to, yeah <laughs> he's just like one of four panelists on fox news <laughs> no he better get his own show it better be like um, that would be incredible Ra- too rami you know mm, that hbo kind of show rami type show yeah yeah exactly like a fictional identity show like it's not reality tv it's like drama and it's about identity and like coming to terms with identity yeah or they just replace him on a show that already exists, like Mr. Robot or something. <laughs> 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 I wonder if he has a representation. I mean, I'm sure he does because he's an entertainment figure. You're right. About- yeah. Does he have a manager? Do you think the president ever gets a call from his manager? <laughs> <laughs> and the manager's like, yeah. hey, I'm throwing you like sides for like a project. And he's like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I have time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just film yourself in you know saying these lines in front of a you know, blank background for the seventh matrix yeah. that we're making <laughs> i wonder i wonder what he'll do i would like to be with you guys on election night i think it would be even if it's awful why not have it be awful with my friends i'm gonna be like on my computer and watching media anyway. Well, you're welcome you know? to be with me. What if we did a Twitch? No. What if Thank we did Raisin <laughs> Man election stream? 
Yeah. Giving, given the way that the kind of searing analysis that we're putting out right now, probably it makes me think we should probably do an election night stream. <laughs> I was thinking that in conversation the other day, I brought up the last debate to like give my take on it. And my take was just like so soft. It was like, he just is funny and he says funny stuff. Yeah. Wait, and on Razor Man? No, I just said that in real life. I like brought up the debate and described some things I'd heard Trump say, and then it was just like this guy. You brought it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, everyone shut up. <laughs> shut up, everybody. Yeah. I want to give my take now. <laughs> yeah, and my mind just drew a blank on it. I was like, I don't why am I talking about this? I just makes some of it makes me laugh. So <laughs> someone's like, Can you name any <laughs> Irish authors you like? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I think it would, I think that we would lighten it up, you know, there's so much people are already getting, uh, you know, party line handed down to them by the, the Instagram Politburo, by the, by the hard boil, by the hard ideologues of the Instagram, um, graphic, what are those called? Infographics by the propaganda yes. center that's producing Instagram infographics. It would yeah. be nice to have our voices as a foil, just kind of being light being mm. not not quite knowing you know they're saying texas might vote might go blue maybe is pennsylvania blue or red i don't know yeah we'd be saying things like oh it'd be nice if texas were blue it'd be like kind of prettier to see that big blotch of blue at the bottom and know that they're with us and mm -hmm. yeah. all the all the <laughs> yeah, cowboys exactly. all the cowboys and uh mm. Wow, I'd love yeah. to see a video of all the cowboys riding up to the polls and voting for Joe Biden. That would really get me lit up. That would, yeah, that would make me cry. <laughs> yeah. Just a bunch of cowboys with a, and each of the cowboys has a sidekick that's like kind of a fatter, sort of funny guy on a mule. Mm. You know, the cowboys strapping tall on the horse to his side a kind of fatter guy on a mule. <laughs> That's his friend. Yeah. Well, well, fat Mario, <laughs> we're going to go with the polls yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Guys, let me know if you like these act outs. I love, I love them. Know, I love them. Are. I'm just... <laughs> I'm giving you space to breathe, Sam. I'm giving you space to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, fair I'll enough. I'll try to. Yeah. It's time to go to the polls. Come on, little fat little fat guy i don't know why you're here but felipe said you want you i should have a little yeah. fat guy next week <laughs> hey, give me a little kiss give me a little kiss give me a little kiss it's making the psycho give me a little kiss Everybody line up. We're trying to make a video of us right into the polls so that Sarah Wilson can get her rocks off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of the sub all of the American characters come together. Cowboys. Um Indians. Indians. Gangsters. Um what uh hard boiled cops. Punks. Mm. Private eyes. Punks. Yeah. Um what are the other American characters? Dreamers, like, people who have big dreams. People have big dreams. Surfers, yeah. surfer guys. Surfers, beatniks, beatniks, little bullies. Bullies, bullies who go. Let me get your lunch money. Yeah. Yeah. College professors. Um. Mm. The, um Flight attendants. The, 
Yeah. Yes. Transcendentalists. Mm. Gangster rappers. Kind of Thoreau style. Gangster yeah. rappers. <laughs> rock stars. Okay. All of these people coming together to vote blue no matter who. Valley girls. Valley girls. Yes. Mm. Psychedelic freaks, you know, kind of like uh, Frank Zappa Ravesters. types. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People who seem kind of out there, but that don't do drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, libertarians. Sarah, did people think at all you were like a person who did a lot of drugs? Uh, I don't think at any point in my life I've given off that. Maybe for <laughs> that vibe. <laughs> um, maybe in college briefly, because I used to wear extremely torn up clothes and just look like shit all the time. <laughs> you still do wear torn up clothes. Yeah, but I think I look kind of nice, but I used to look like shit. Um, and I think maybe at that point people might have made that assumption, but definitely not when I was like in high school. Sam, you, contrary to now your clean cut, upstanding look, you were kind of a, you were mm-hmm. a high school stoner, right? Yeah. I had long hair in high school towards the end. Uh, I didn't, I didn't smoke a lot of weed at the end of high school, but in the beginning I, I smoked a lot of weed. You got off the stuff? I got what? You got off the stuff? Oh yeah. I beat I beat it to the curb. I was tired of getting in fights with Lily when I came home. She said, "You never you never clean the house. You never take care of our siblings." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want you up and early for school so that you can go to a good college and get a good job. Man, but but hear me out. Hear me out, though. It doesn't make... Hear me out. Hear me out. It doesn't make sense that weed is illegal because, okay, uh, on alcohol, people get aggressive. You ever seen two stoners fight? <laughs> I don't I mean, think so. Over no. the last piece of pizza. What would that... Exactly, yeah. Over yeah. The, yeah. What would that look like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they should make it legal. <laughs> <laughs> Is Joe Biden gonna legalize weed? I hope so. It's I don't funny. think he he said no, right? Anytime anybody's talking about this shit, like Alex has been talking about, they just legalized weed in Vermont where he's from, and I'm just like, damn, it's isn't it legal everywhere? What the hell is going on? I thought this was done. Who what? I thought Cuomo was gonna make it legal in 2020 that at least that's what he was saying in 2016 is it legal is it legal here it's it's, it's not legal in new york yet i don't Mm. even know if it's on the ballot well then Mm. how come the high maintenance guy makes a a tv show where he sells weed where he openly sells it and you see him smoking it on tv Mm -hmm. uh you think that's just for pretend i doubt it he seems like he knows a sure lot about it i think he's actually selling to those actors in the show and he's using the camera crew as a cover Whoa, that would be smart because people don't care what actors do and they don't believe that they're capable of, you know. They already think actors are burnouts and sort of druggies. So people yeah. are like, well, of course, I would. That's what I would expect them to do. Yeah. But if but if the high maintenance guy went to like a finance guy. Um, or he'd be like, so- stop. He'd look right into the camera and he'd say, stop this now. Mm-hmm. Or worse <laughs> off, if the high maintenance guy, instead of going to, you know, kind of yuppies and like Brooklyn, he went to someone getting welfare, then the, you know, then the conservatives would have a, a field day. A field day. Absolutely. Play kickball and play. Uh, yeah. yeah. You can buy weed with your, your stamp, 
your stamp cards, your snap <laughs> like uh, little little things. Snap you get- crisps. <laughs> Did you hear this? Cuomo says that we're not allowed to go home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Bro, I'll home. do whatever the fuck I want. Cuomo. Yeah, is he allowed to say that I'm not allowed to go to Thanksgiving? That's private. Hey, no but- way. <laughs> How can he say that? Dude, you stay home want, for Thanksgiving. We want you to have a nice Friendsgiving in Brooklyn, in Brooklyn. with your friends. <laughs> Forget about your cousins, your aunts and uncles. Just have a good time. Do something a little different. Make new tradition. Make a new tradition oh, yeah. for Thanksgiving. Yeah. He's like, you guys should yeah. all eat on the floor and pray right before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, get together with all your friends and invent something new. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not gonna go. I already didn't really want to go to Thanksgiving. I don't think anyone in my family listens to this. Um, so I'm staying here. Who's with me, Sam? Well, I need to Felipe. I need to talk to you guys. I've been meaning to send out an email. I want to do a Friendsgiving, but I want to do it earlier because I do want to go home and I want to quarantine before. No. So I'd like to do I'd like to do you an can't. early Thanksgiving. Wow, no. brother! It's like it's like now. Then it should be happening this week. Yeah, Cuomo says you can't go. So if I hear you're going, I'm gonna tell him. I've I've devised a whole yeah. quarantine plan. <laughs> I okay. I want to play it. I want to play uh, soccer or football in the park with you guys near Thanksgiving. Full, so full impact. Whatever your plan is, whatever your plan is, Felipe, it better include that. I've devised a whole quarantine plan and includes going to my sister's house. The whole thing's planned out. <laughs> Why? Why are you going there? Because she doesn't have you know people over. She doesn't. She's not going out on dates and stuff. Hmm. Well, can we have a friendsgiving earlier? No, we're having it on Bro. Thanksgiving because you guys are not going anywhere. What because the heck? that would, <laughs> Cuomo says that you cannot. So I don't. Sarah, yeah, I like my family, and they do listen to this podcast. And I, I say, I'd say it anyway. I like my family, and I want to see them. I like so you're my going. family. You're going, Sam. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. Of course, home. Sam's going. He doesn't even think COVID's real. He doesn't. <laughs> Sam doesn't even care about COVID. Damn. Why would you think he's yeah. gonna stay? Damn. I like you guys though too. I I want to do a thing Friendsgiving. No, I'm gonna find a bunch of a unlikely, sort of unlikely <laughs> friends type scenario and come together on Good Thanksgiving luck. and. Good yeah. luck, Sarah. Yeah, well, I am. You should have things. You should have Thanksgiving with all the international kids who yeah. can't afford yeah. to go back home or who don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Hell yeah! I just gotta find them. Yeah, where they <laughs> they hang out at um. Those like clubs that are the top floor of hotels and stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go there. It's yeah. like Sarah's having boom a th- boom room. The boom room. <laughs> That's a real one. Sarah's having friends giving with like ten, ten Singaporean kids. <laughs> they all know each other. Sarah like yeah. can't get in on that conversation. Yeah, we're eating Brazilian steaks with little gold flakes on them from Jessica. <laughs> a weird uh, restaurant that's open on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that'd be fucking sick. <laughs> Do you like karaoke? Let's go to a karaoke <laughs> bar that they could yeah. rent a private room. <laughs> well, will you guys stay here for Christmas? Imagine us all waking up on Christmas morning and rushing into the tree to see what, what's I, under oh, it. I'm going to be here nice. for Christmas, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. I think I might have to go with my family. Damn it. Why don't you grow go up. with your family? Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. This is your family. Yeah, I guess <laughs> you're right. Yeah. No. Um, Can we do an alternative Christmas? 
decolonize Christmas and do it we earlier so I can still go see my family on Christmas. Yeah, we'd have to start working on it now. It's a lot of work to decolonize That's something. Yeah. <laughs> you better, we better order the parts right now. We have to do teach-ins. We have to do learn-ins. We have to do <laughs> It's wiring. no small feat. Yeah. Clear out your room, we Felipe, because we, we got to store a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we have to start making the Instagram infographics. Yeah, it's going to be a lot, but it's worth a try. No, the reason I'm not doing it is because uh, my parents are going to Louisiana to be with that part of our family, and it's just like too much of a headache to for me to get there and quarantine and the whole thing. So yeah, I'm not going to go because I think all my siblings are hanging out with their partners. Their partners, damn. Yeah, they're par- damn. part of Nerios. Yeah. When's that going to happen for you, Sam? Who's going to be the lucky lady? When are we going to get a baby? Good question. Good when are we going to get a baby? Yeah, what are those qualities you're looking for? Strong and tough and never says anything about how she really feels about anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. she kind of can be mean and callous. Yeah. <laughs> are you That's describing you me? Uh, no, I'm describing the masculine qualities I thought you oh, were looking yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Someone who doesn't think too much about what other people are have going on before mm-hmm. she speaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Someone someone who when you tell them your problems, she tries to solve them. She tries to give you solutions to them. Doesn't listen. Doesn't, doesn't listen, listen but just solves gives you them. Solution. Yeah. I would like that. Yeah. She pees all over the toilet seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't want to ask for directions. Yeah. Wow, my dream girl. And she's got huge tits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Huge tits, huge ass. <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't been dating at all. I I tried to kind of breach dating with Felipe during the last episode, but he's he tried, he to, da- he tried to date me. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> yeah. dude. I said no, I'm not interested. Wow. Wow. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. It would get- it's worth saying. Yeah. <laughs> No, Start with what you know, you know? <laughs> you know what's interesting? Yeah. People people talk about the, like, men don't like to ask for directions, and it's supposed to show you that men, you know, it's supposed to reveal, like, men's arrogance. I can figure it out. I don't need help, whatever. To me, I don't like to ask for directions, not not from a perceived sense of strength, because I'm extremely anxious, and I'm embarrassed to ask for directions. I don't know if that's the same thing, but it feels like it comes more out of weakness than strength. Yeah, I also don't think people should be verbally conveying directions anymore. It's totally right. archaic. <laughs> it's extremely anachronistic way to behave. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. You ever get people ask you on the street for directions and you just Google Maps it and then you show yeah. them the Google Maps? Mm. <laughs> it just feels uh, sarcastic. And then they're yeah. looking at your phone and their face is really close to yours and your heart starts beating. <laughs> <laughs> I get people asking me for the time sometimes. And that flusters me. So I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, and then you have to say, say a thing that you never say out loud. What if they ask you for the time and like, you come out with like 10, a, protra- a protractor and you like point it at the sun and you look at like how high this, like a, a angle of the sun. Ah, Could be the funny. The great god Banubis is in his seventh cycle. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. How's your dating life been, Sarah? Um... 
It's pretty good. Yeah, it, I got a. I had a dream yesterday. I took a nap in the middle of the day, and I had a text. I had a dream that I got texted by someone I used to have a crush on, asking me what time Raisin Man was on. Nice. And, um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I woke up excited that that person had been thinking of me and my podcast, and I went to text them back and be like, "Every Sunday at eight PM." Um, and <laughs> excuse me, what? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> and they obviously had texted me and then I thought I was like well maybe this is a little sign maybe I should send them a text that says hey I had a dream you asked me what time my podcast was but then I thought it would put them in the awkward position of being like oh that's funny I, I don't listen to your podcast that's funny don't don't tell me what time don't, it is by the don't way ex- yeah, okay. don't expect me to ask you the thing that you just told me that I asked you in your dream <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know where to go with it. Wait, so, so is that, that's an example yeah. of how your dating life is going well? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it makes me think that's a really funny move to do to someone where you're like, you go up to them like in the morning and you're like, I had a dream that you apologized to me for leaving the kitchen a big mess last night or something. <laughs> like, no, what? but telling, telling people yeah. you had a dream about them is like a classic move to kind of feel it out to be like oh hey yeah (laughs) i've gotten that a few times although it's hard to respond to yeah it's impossible to respond to it's totally meaningless and it's like just stop get me out of your unconscious brain that's not fucking me don't think that's me i'm over here that's not me that's 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 your projection of me that's That's your fantasy of me me. yeah (laughs) in real Um, life my penis is much smaller and i'm much less good at sex (laughs) um (laughs) No, my dating life is good. I, I'm i about to say something as if I just discovered it when I know I've been saying that I've made this discovery like for the last year. But I am finally clearly stating to people when I want to go on a date rather than just asking people to hang out and hoping they'll know uh, what I mean. Sam, do you remember mm, that you gave mm-hmm. me this feedback last October? We were at that Halloween party of that stranger. Um, and you told me that I needed to be more straightforward about when it was a date that I wanted to go on. And I got really mad. <laughs> you didn't like really? that. You yeah, got mad? That. Yeah. yeah, I got really mad. And then we left the party shortly after because I was just like pissed off. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I guess. Yeah, I, I probably got mad because it's a true. It was a true thing. And I and I didn't really want to be given that feedback. Well, Sam, Sam is a very straightforward yeah, feedback giver. The truth. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. But I can't take my own medicine, you know? I, I yeah. would hate to have my behaviors reflected to me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sam, I wish you were a so little boldly. clearer about dates and you're like... Yeah. You just hulk out. And you start punching people at the party. You start waving your arms like really big and just whoever's in the tra- tra- trajectory of your fist just gets punched. That's what you would do. <laughs> I remember I remember that party and thinking, there's a lot of cute people at this party that I want to talk to. Remember, but it never ended up Remember that it. we did that great prank on, there was this girl who was in this extremely elaborate costume that like no one had any idea who she was. And she... <laughs> And she wouldn't say who she was because she wanted someone to guess it because she'd obviously put like so much time and effort into it. Um, And I went to her friend and I asked her like whoever her best friend was. These are strangers. um, Asked her who her friend was supposed to be. And she told me that she was a character from the Franz Ferdinand music video. uh, I can't remember whatever the most famous Franz Ferdinand song is. Take me out. Um, 
take me out. I think this have a really elaborate animated video. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's just something. It's like a sort of obscure thing like this. And then I waited until Sam arrived at the party and I whispered in his ear, like, go up to that girl and recognize <laughs> that she's the character. Yeah, from this Franz Ferdinand music video. And he did it and she was elated. Really? It was like such a positive, positive prank. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I didn't I, I didn't know what the character was, even as I said it to her. So she was like, how'd you know? And I was like, I just knew. You did like, I just job. saw it. And I knew. <laughs> I like don't know what piece of media this character's from. Like I don't know anything. It sprung to my head preformed as if in a dream. And you I don't even know what it. these words mean. <laughs> you really sold it. You like walked up to her and you were like, oh my god, you're um you're uh cut. Franz Ferdinand music video girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching the video right yeah. now and there's not one girl who is like, who I'd say, cool, iconic character. There's like a lot of, <laughs> if it's take me out at least. Yeah. Uh, let me look up what it is. Um, yeah, it's funny. That's why I would never do a, a Halloween costume like that. The idea of having my night centered on making people guess some obscure thing that they don't fucking know about uh and feeling bad when they don't get it that sounds like hell i know i always want to i've i have kind of a i have kind of beef with an, a costume that's like really low effort but then there's like a funny pun or like some funny like concept i was at a party once and a friend of mine or someone i knew like a little bit it was during the sochi olympics and you know how they were talking a lot about the stray dogs in in sochi Mm -hmm. um she had dressed up she just looked like it was like a low effort dog costume and i was like what are you and she was like i'm one of the sochi dogs and then i laughed and i said that is so stupid and she slapped my face really hard (laughs) wow (laughs) i kind of deserved it but but it did come out of my mouth and i think it came out of my mouth because i don't it was in your head. It was in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I I call him like I see him. I just don't like. It's like if it's low effort, just be low effort. But if you're gonna put like a little pun that I have to ask you for, that feels lame to me. Totally. Yeah. I. I that's why I'm gonna be eleven. I'm gonna be eleven for Halloween. The number. <laughs> no, the the Stranger Things character. I'm gonna. I don't know. I haven't seen that show, so. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, the joke was that so many people are, are like that, that it's just oh. like an extremely obvious thing to be. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. So I'm that sorry. people will get it. Yeah. It's a stupid joke. He's stupid. No, I think it, if I, if you had chosen a different reference, I would have thought the equivalent joke would have been funny. I'm going to be Sailor Moon. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah. I'm, I want to be a ninja for Halloween. Do you think that's okay? Yeah. Yes. Well, because it might be culturally, you don't come from a clan yeah. of ninjas or like yeah. a yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I want to be. I haven't thought about it for one second. <clears throat> Do you remember Sam when we what were we like put on little wings and then we had white robes and we were angels? Oh yeah, yeah. We bought it at like a bodega. Yeah. Low effort but good, impactful visually. I thought about being an angel, yeah, for Halloween again. I think it's kind of cute. That is cute. I I take I take a page from Will's book. I like the kind of platonic ones, like angel. Like I like I like the costume that's just like dog or cat or um, mummy. You know, mm. skeleton onesie. Are you yeah. looking at costume, Sarah? No. Does it look like I'm looking at? 
looking at something. <laughs> uh, kind of. Well, that's what I thought you were doing. Uh, I know. I was watching the Take Me Out music video trying to find that girl. You see costume, what I'm saying? No, there's not really like a character. There's nothing iconic. Yeah. The video is recognizable, but not a character. And this aesthetic is like, oh man, I just I remember seeing this aesthetic as a kid, and I think it's so schlocky now. Mm. It's like um, it's like all that sort of 19th century kind of revival stuff that like having a big mustache that has like the curl at the end and like um, clocks, the insides of old clocks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That oh. kind of lettering. That's... OK, so like cool stuff. <laughs> no, nah, dude. Oh, so like a cool, nah, nice dude. place to hang out with cool nah. people. Like a yeah. Level, level, <laughs> level one dumbass stuff. <laughs> oh, so like a nice cool bar you'd like want to take your friends to in Williamsburg. It's like you go to a bar called the the, the Haberdashery or something like that. <laughs> I want to sleep with someone on Halloween. Whoa. Well. You know, like, or or like, at least have the possibility, you know, because it, that it, it's like a hookup holiday, you know. Yeah, but during COVID. Yeah, no, I don't think it's gonna happen. But it would be nice. Ah, okay. Be nice to think it could, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're gonna be at the Halloween club party, so your choices are <laughs> me, Caroline, Edie. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. maybe not Halloween, but I have to sleep with someone on election night. All right. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Or you get bad luck for exactly. four years. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I had this thought earlier today where I was like, yeah, I think I could just have sex with one person for the rest of my really? life. Maybe I yeah. Why did you think that? <laughs> I don't know. It just occurred to me. I was like, I, I guess I just always have this feeling, I think everybody does, that like life it like you're almost sort of at the end of your life at every moment. Like I think I've said before that when I was like 15, I started learning to skateboard and then I thought, uh, it's actually too late to learn to do this. Like if you learn at 15, you're like a poser, like not realizing that like I, that was so early in my yeah. life. I could truly have been I could have posed as a skateboarder for 10 years and then I would have just been one. Yeah, exactly. Um, now. And now you'd be, <laughs> you'd be really good. Now I'd be really good. And I just didn't have the foresight. And so now probably at 25, I'm like, oh, what? How many years are left? I could just have sex with the same person again, 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 again. You think so? Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Hey, maybe. I don't know. I honestly don't know what that would be like. <laughs> I don't know either. It sounds insane. But I remember having a girlfriend in college and us having sex and it being us having like problems around having sex that that like a like a old married couple would have where we're like this is boring we should try and spice it up mm. and in my head i was like i shouldn't be having these problems i'm like 21 you know um how can i be bored yeah of this? exactly yeah. but then you realize no those are just like perennial problems that you have with any like long-term well, sexual partner it sounds like you had other kinds of problems too though right no okay no <laughs> never mind then <laughs> Uh, yeah, we had other kinds yeah. of problems, but, but yeah, the sex was like routine, you know, boring. Hmm. Just clock in, yeah. clock out. Also, it's like, it's tough when you're in a relationship where you like sleep in their bed, like every night, like we were, ba we basically lived together and yeah. that like completely de-eroticizes like the bed and your partner in a big way. Hmm. You got to get another bed for sex. Yeah. A water bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's in a velvet red room. Yeah. Or have sex on the table. 
Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. On the you, you can <laughs> what? On the billiard table. You can do that. Yeah. yeah, on the billiard. How would you do it? You get get up, like get on the table. Yep. And you don't even take the plates off. You get on top of the plates with the with the hot turkey and mashed potatoes. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. <Whoa>. It's Thanksgiving <laughs> food every night. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A full bird. That's my new Thanksgiving tradition. I'm never gonna spend it with my family. I kind of like that as a bit. Like, sort of, husband comes home like, "Honey, I'm home." She's like, "I made you dinner, just like beautiful steaming chicken, like just out of the oven on the thing." He's like, "I just want to have sex," and they just get on top, but they don't push the plates away they just have sex on the chicken it could be could be funny to if you could be funny you got a director and you got a set i think that idea is in the execution felipe or it it could be an animation i would picture it as an animation um i wonder no i think that it would be funnier to see the real (laughs) chicken and see their body touch on it yeah 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 and then they eat then they're like okay now it's time to eat and then they eat Could be good. There's something I like that. that. Well, we're coming up on the end, I'd say. No? I think so. Um, I'll say one more time. If you're listening to this, pause, pause the thing. And before you do anything, before you call a family member, before you wipe your ass, before you go make yourself a mac and cheese, get on Apple Podcasts. You open up. It looks like a little pawn in chess is the the way the app looks, you open that shit up, you look up Raisin Man Arena, and then you do a review, and you do a good one. You do a fucking good review. Good. And make it personal to what to you. Don't just make it, oh, it's good. You know, what? who are you? Where'd you come from? What's your story? We'll share, know if you your heart's that. not in it. So say something yeah. that's specific to you, give it a high rating. <laughs> and we recently saw there's one one-star rating. If you did that, come forward. And if you think you did it, oh, because it's a funny joke. Oh, I'm friends with them. It's a funny joke. It's not funny. I didn't find it funny. Felipe didn't think it was funny. Not at all. Not at all. So you can come, you can. You have this week to come forward and there will be no consequences. But if you wait, <laughs> we'll find out and we'll kick your ass. And because this is not even just about me and my two friends, about my family. And when you do this, it makes me feel nervous from like all my family and my cousins, my brother. You can't come after people like that. Totally. No, it. Yeah. It, it honestly ruined my day. Well, it ruined like 15 minutes where I thought someone felt strongly enough that they didn't like it this much to put a one star. Don't do that. Mm. That's funny. That reminds me of, so yesterday me and Felipe, this is the last thing I'll say. We were talking about um, someone whose social media profile I really don't like. Oh boy. Um, he's a comedian. And uh, then I had a dream in the same nap that I had the dream about the person texting me to ask what time the podcast is at. A dream that this random girl I went to high school with who was so hot, she looked just like Rachel McAdams, that she had gone to one of my friends and was like, Sarah has the most annoying social media profile oh, on no. all of the, yeah all of Instagram, and I was oh. like, oh, it hurts so much. It hurts. You got to taste of your own medicine. You saw what it would yeah, be I like did. to be talked about. I saw, and I really don't like it. And I'm going to change and be different starting tomorrow. The person whose account you don't like, though, I, I back it up. It's not good. Yeah. Who? But with that, who is it? We won't say unless you post a good review. Unless you post a good review, and you sign up for the Patreon. If you post so. a good review, I will. Me, I will suck you off. And and while you're <laughs> at it, go on to my Twitter page and uh, like a couple of my tweets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. Okay, everybody. Thank you. Now go to sleep. 
go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Raisin Man Arena.